Welcome to the SMC 2022 podcast. 2,000 years ago, Jesus gave an invitation that changed the world. Come, follow me. Today, we have the same invitation. Show me your friends. I'll show you your future. I'm Charlie Gardner, the director at the University of Central Arkansas. I'm so grateful that you're tuning in to listen to this podcast, Unbreakable Bonds. We're going to be talking about building deep relationships with the people around you because your friends determine your future. My senior year of high school, we had an amazing tradition unlike any other. It was called our senior banquet. The name doesn't do it justice. It was an amazing dinner. It was a steak dinner where all of the seniors got together. Uh, and we got to share a meal. And afterwards, we would go to the auditorium, and it was basically an open mic with zero ramifications. We, we got to write down stories and submit them for our principal and faculty to read out loud in front of the entire senior class. And there was no catch. It was full immunity. It did not matter what you wrote down. You couldn't get in trouble for it. I mean, people were writing all kinds of things. I cheated every test of my freshman year, sophomore year, la-da-da, this and that. They told about things they did that were illegal all through high school. I I remember uh, some of my friends, we wrote down some of those stories of illegal things that we did, and there was full immunity. You literally could not get in trouble for anything you wrote down. It was a tradition unlike any other. I, I don't remember all of the stories of my senior year that we wrote down. But here's what I did remember. The very last thing that my principal said, he got the microphone. He said, some of you need to get your act together or you're going to find yourself in a jail cell in no time. (laughs) Me, I laughed him off thinking, you know, I like to have fun, but I'm not stupid. Two weeks after graduation, I find myself locked in a jail cell. I began to contemplate what he said. I looked at my friends who I thought they'd be brothers for life. And I began to realize that these guys, they weren't pushing me in the right direction. What I thought were strong, deep relationships, you know, the marry me and bury me kind of the ride or die type relationships, and they weren't deep at all. They were shallow. They were centered around partying and fun. When I stopped getting blackout with them, they stopped being friends with me. I realized that I wanted more in life. I wanted more for my friendships. And I realized that the shallow relationships, they weren't for me. See, no one wants shallow relationships. No one wants people who will flake on them when things get hard. No one wants friends who aren't there for us during the difficult days. No one wants friends who will ditch them at the first sound of something better. Shallow relationships, they aren't for me. And they aren't for you. God didn't wire us for shallow relationships. He wired us for depth, for strength, for intentionality, for intimacy, first and foremost with himself and then with people around us. So how would you describe your relationships? Are they shallow or are they deep? Are your relationships shallow, meaning they're mostly surface level? They're built around common interests and activities. You know, we, we play sports together. We have fun. We party some. Maybe we're in the same Greek house and we enjoy the same things. Are your relationships a mile wide, but only an inch deep with any given person? Are they shallow or are they deep? Deep meaning their substance. They're not just centered around fun and activities. You actually share the important things in your life and in your soul. You challenge each other. You encourage each other. You make each other better people. Yes, you have fun together, but there's more to the relationships that are deep. 
How would you describe your relationships? Are they shallow or are they deep? Ecclesiastes 4 says this, two are better than one because they have a good reward for the toil. For if they fall, one will lift up his fellow, but woe to him who is alone when he falls and has not another to lift him up. Again, if two lie together, they keep warm, but how can one keep warm alone? And though a man might prevail against one who is alone, two will withstand him. Listen to what it says. A threefold cord is not quickly broken. This describes the kind of relationships we all want. Deep ones, unbreakable bonds. We all want people there for us when we fall. We want people in our lives who will be there through thick or through thin, who will comfort us and challenge us. People who will care for us and speak truth to us when we're wrong. We all want friends who will go to bat for us and go to battle with us. The deep relationships we all long for, it's biblical fellowship. We long for real fellowship with people. David Mathis in his book's Habits of Grace says this, it's an all-in, life-or-death collective venture in the face of great evil and an overwhelming opposition. True fellowship is less like friends gathered to watch the Super Bowl and more like players on the field in blood and sweat and tears huddled in the background only in preparation for the next down. See, this describes the type of relationships that I want and I know that you want as well. It's how the Lord wired us. We want deep relationships. We want unbreakable bonds. See, each of us, we can begin to experience this type of relationships with people. You can begin forming unbreakable bonds by devoting yourselves to these three building blocks. The first building block of unbreakable bonds is consider each other. Hebrews 10, 24 through 25 says this, and let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works. See, this consider, it means to observe, to consider attentively, to fix one's eyes and mind on. Have you ever considered, have you ever fixed your mind on someone else? It's kind of a thought to think about. Have you ever sat down and really considered what might stir up one of your friends? Like what might provoke them to action, to love and good deeds? You know, we consider things. We fix our mind on things all the time. We fix our mind on our weekend plans. And think about it. No one wakes up Saturday morning, gets dressed, and aimlessly heads to class. No. We're thinking about our weekend on Monday, on Tuesday. We are fixed on the fun. Just get me through this week so I can unwind. Sometimes we're focused on our weekend plans for a few days, sometimes for a few months, sometimes years. We're thinking about this trip. We're focused on our plans and our fun activity. We have our eyes and our minds fixed on how we look and how we dress. Every day we get up, we look in the mirrors, we brush our teeth and we, and we, you know, girls, we put on our makeup, guys, we fix our hair. Studies actually show that we spend an average of 56 minutes a day in front of a mirror. Uh, this stat blew me away. In a year, that's two straight weeks with no sleep, staring at ourselves in a mirror. Our minds are fixed. We think about ourselves. We think about our plans. We think about our interests all the time. We don't even have to try to do this. It just happens. What if, for a second, we considered our friends 
more than we considered ourselves, that we thought about them more than we thought about ourselves. And in our thinking, what if we spent time praying for them and asking the Lord to give us wisdom on how we can spur them on? God, what, what will help me make them look more like you, Jesus? What if we spent 56 minutes a day thinking and praying towards the benefit of our friends versus staring in a mirror? See, that mirror, it won't change how we look, but our prayers will change how our friends look. If we want unbreakable bonds with our friends, we must first consider them and they must consider us. The second building block to unbreakable bonds is meet together. Look at it goes on in in verse 25, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some. See, some, some are in the habit of living their life like the Lone Ranger all by themselves. They think, I don't need anybody. I got this. Ecclesiastes 4, it says, woe to that person. Woe to the person who has no one there to pick him up when he falls. See, it's meeting together that helps us live out the first and the third building block. It's the glue that holds them together. When we meet together, we take notice of the common threads in each other's lives. We begin to see each other's strengths and each other's struggles. See, the reality is it takes time to get deep. Relationships most always start at the surface level, and in time, we build trust. See, trust unlocks the doors to truth. We rarely get to this part of who we are because we're afraid. If they really knew me, and they wouldn't love me, they wouldn't want to be friends with me. And the problem is a lie. See, we all, we want to be fully known and fully loved. And it takes time to build trust to unlock the deep parts of who we really are. I don't know if any of you listeners out there are a fan of true crime podcasts, but I'm a huge fan of them. I love going on road trips and listening to start to finish. Recently, I was listening to a podcast about a triple murder in LA. The whole murder trial, when they got down to it, there was one thing that was based on. It was based on the DNA evidence of the alleged killer at the crime scene. Right? The jury even said, man, we, we can reason these other things, but this we just can't get over. It's the DNA evidence that put him away. I was even torn listening to the podcast thinking, man, I don't know if this guy did it, but the DNA evidence. In one of the last episodes, they break down the DNA evidence. And they talked about how TV series like CSI, you know, crime scene TV series, they make it seem like DNA and fingerprint analysis, they, they can just happen in minutes and that it's like exact. But the reality is DNA evidence, fingerprinting analysis, it takes tons of time and tons of resources. It doesn't happen in an instance. Sometimes we think and we hope that our relationships, they can just happen in a second, right? Love at first sight. We can just hit it off and the rest is history. Well, while these have some, some truth to them, like sometimes they happen, it's not normal. Unbreakable bonds and deep relationships, they don't just happen. They're built over time, day in and day out investment. Meeting together, it's the glue that hold it, holds it together. Without it, our relationships fade over time. We must consider each other, think about one another, open up God's word together, talk, ask questions, share what we're learning, process struggles and life together. 
If we want deep relationships and un- unbreakable bonds, we must meet together. The third building block of unbreakable bonds is spurring one another on. Look at how it goes on in verse 25. It says, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. See, we're called to encourage one another. Encourage each other means to admonish, to exhort, to strongly charge someone towards actions, to comfort them, to support them, to instruct them. It means to breathe life into our friends. David Matthew, he, he goes on it to talk about fellowship and he says this. It says, fellowship that the first Christians shared wasn't anchored in a common love for pizza, pop, and a nice clean evening of fun among the fellow churchified. Says its essence was in the common Christ and their common life or death mission to together in the summons to take the faith worldwide in the face of impeding persecution. Do you ever see your relationships like this? That our relationships are missionally driven? We're in a spiritual battle for the souls of men and women. We are at war together with Christ to take the gospel to the ends of the earth. Unbreakable bonds, they're not found simply at the dinner table. They're not found at the bar. They're found in the thick of it. When life hits us in the face, when that friend is down and out, when they can't pick themselves up out of the mess, either they created or the world slung at them. And they look up and there you are. You breathe life into them. You encourage them. You stand there with your friend and you pick them up and you help them keep pursuing Jesus. Maybe you're thinking of that friend who I'm describing. Maybe they've been that for you. They don't just tell you what you want to hear, but what you need to hear. They don't just give you lip surface, but soul surgery. See, unbreakable bonds are formed when we live missionally with the people around us. They won't always happen with the people maybe you expect in the time frame you hope for. But when we find them, we choose to encourage the people around us. When we believe for them, when they can't believe for themselves. When we instruct them on the steps to take in order to move forward towards Jesus. See, sometimes encouraging people can seem weird or difficult, and you're not wrong. At times, it may feel weird. But the more you choose to consider your friends and think about them, the more you choose to meet together and talk about the important things in life like your faith, the more natural and right it will feel to encourage others. You will take a step to encourage someone. You're going to see them light up with joy. You will begin growing a deep bond with that person. Maybe right now you're thinking of someone you need to encourage or you need to thank. Thank them for encouraging you. They've had a tremendous impact on your life and you just need to tell them. See, no one, no matter age or stage in life, is prone to it. We all need encouragement. If you want to experience deep relationships and unbreakable bonds, choose to encourage the people around you. Growing up, I would hear this saying, life is tough, get a helmet. It's kind of a funny saying and I wouldn't be lying if I said I hadn't said it to other people before, but the reality is a helmet really, it only potentially protects us from a concussion. If you haven't already 
you will get knocked down. Life will get real and it'll get hard. It will get real hard. Your faith, it will get hard if it hasn't already. We don't need a helmet. We don't need more friends. We need a threefold cord. We need unbreakable bonds of deep fellowship that when we fall, we have people who will help us up. See, the Lord has made each of us, not for shallow friends, a mile wide and an inch inch deep. He's made us to walk deeply with the people around us. We can all experience these deep and rich relationships if we'll begin devoting ourselves to these building blocks that form unbreakable bonds. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in. You can find all the other breakout content on Apple Music and Spotify at SMC 2022 Podcast. Have a great year.